because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for being here today. You can find the podcast in Apple Podcasts. You can find it in Spotify. You can also find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And you also join me for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. every weekday morning right there on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, the headline was China fumes after U.S. shoots down balloon. Couldn't believe my eyes. Good. Earlier this morning, as I tape on a Monday morning, China is fuming, apparently. Wait, what? The CCP has the goal, the onions, to tell the world that they are angry, promising, quote, responses to another, quote, clear overreaction to their so-called weather balloon. Here was the direct response. China strongly disapproves of and protests against the U.S. attack on a civilian unmanned airship by force, the foreign ministry said. The Chinese side has, after verification, repeatedly informed the U.S. side of the civilian nature of the airship and conveyed that its entry into the U.S. due to force majeure was totally unexpected. Two letters for you, B and S. B and S, total Chinese BS, total propaganda. Who should be the one fuming about this incident? It's we in America and President Joe Biden in particular. China is the one who broke international law by sending this balloon, this spy balloon. And that's exactly what it was over the United States. Weather balloon, civilian balloon, baloney. My backside. This was a spy balloon. Now, the Chinese foreign ministry also insisted that China has no intention to violate and has never violated the territory or airspace of any sovereign country, even though the Pentagon determined that the balloon was indeed maneuverable and had been floating through U.S. airspace at about 60,000 feet for several days. We know because we watched it. We allowed it to happen. Whether it was surveilling our ICBM sites, our military bases, whatever they were doing, we allow this thing to transmit whatever it was transmitting back to Beijing for several days. And then and only then when the balloon got offshore, six nautical miles off of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, we did shoot it down. Okay, let's rewind here. All right, let's rewind. We knew, we knew that this Chinese balloon flew over the Aleutian Islands of Alaska. It also flew over mainland Alaska and Canada before it arrived in the lower 48 in Idaho. Why in the world wouldn't we blow this thing to smithereens before it got to the lower 48? Somebody please tell me. The events of the last week, I believe, should concern and quite frankly disgust every American. But this is what happens when the United States is weak. This is what happens when you have weakness in the White House. President Biden told the world last week that he wanted to shoot down the balloon, but that the higher ups at the Pentagon, the Joint Chiefs, advised against it. Therefore, he took their recommendations because of potential American casualties on the ground after you shoot this thing down. Well, I'm not quite sure I believe that, that the big guy was all about to shoot this balloon down. I'm not even quite sure that he knew what was going on, quite frankly. But even if that is the case, even if that is the case, that he wanted to shoot it down, but the Joint Chiefs talked him out of it. No, 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 no. Uncle Joe, no, 
you are the commander in chief, not the joint chiefs. You have the ultimate decision. You are the leader of the free world. You are the most powerful man in the world. But can you imagine if Donald J. Trump was in that same position? I 100% guarantee you he would have told those DOD officials to sit and spin. You figure out a way. You figure out a way to take that thing down over a remote over a remote part of the United States. And Lord knows the Aleutian Islands and Alaska, they have plenty of remote spots. So does Idaho. So does Montana. And you tell the folks on the ground, whoever's there, take shelter. Go underground. The balloon needs to come down now. And I could make a case. I could make a case that every president there ever was, maybe with the exception of Jimmy Carter, would have used that opportunity to send a message back to Beijing. And that is enough is enough. The CCP has stolen our intellectual property. They have attempted to infiltrate our institutions and have done so economically. See the NBA and Disney and Coca-Cola for that. They've buzzed our military jets. They've buzzed our ships. They've sabotaged us at every turn. They keep poking the bear, and this American bear still hibernates under Joe Biden. And I could make the case for every American president in recent memory. I'm talking Bush 1, Clinton, Bush 2, heck, even Barack Obama. Even Barack Obama. I think Obama would have had the onions to do what was needed to do, shoot the darn thing down before it gets over the lower 48. Oh, no. No. Instead, the big guy says, all right, you Pentagon guys, you don't want to shoot it down? Okay, you're the experts. This is a perfect example of the United States being rudderless right now. We have no leader. The leader we have is weak and possibly even corrupted, frankly. See the Hunter Biden laptop. And notice how when America is weak in the White House, bad actors act and the world becomes a much more dangerous place. One only has to look back to 1979 when Jimmy Carter was in the Oval Office. And by the way, I thought Carter was the worst president of my lifetime until Joe Biden took office. But anyway, I digress. What did the Soviets do during Carter's reign? They invaded Afghanistan. What did Iran do? They stormed the American embassy in Tehran and took hostages. That is until Ronald Reagan's first day in office. So many parallels between Jimmy Carter and Joe Biden. And by the way, remember the disaster that President Carter authored in trying to rescue the hostages in Iran, much like the Afghan withdrawal, was an absolute nightmare for the United States. Three of the eight helicopters that were on their way to Tehran to try to rescue all these hostages failed, crashing in the desert, killing eight servicemen. Again, so many parallels between Biden and Carter. Look at what happened in Afghanistan under Joe Biden. One of the worst, if not the worst, military exit in our history. A boondoggle that resulted in 13 American service people being killed by a suicide bomber with countless Americans and helpful Afghans left behind. And oh, by the way, about $7 billion in military equipment abandoned, left behind in Afghanistan. Look at what Vladimir Putin has done since Joe Biden took office. In Ukraine, after a summit with Biden, Putin obviously sensed weakness and incompetence and decided to invade Ukraine. It's a war that still rages on today. Look at what is happening at our southern border right now. More weakness. We've seen more than 2.3 million migrants from countries across the globe cross the border in fiscal year 2022 and more than 251,000 in December alone. 
bad actors act when the president of the United States is weak. And this is the weakest and the worst president of my lifetime. And did you hear last week? Did you hear what a four star Air Force general predicted? General Mike Minahan said that the United States would be at war with China in two years. General Minahan, the head of Air Mobility Command, said, I hope I am wrong. My gut tells me we will fight in 2025. Look, China is not our friend. They have been building up their military and their nuclear arsenals now for years. There is no doubt that they are preparing for future war with the United States, both economically and militarily. And what is Joe Biden doing? He's got his thumb up his nose watching the Chinese balloon in the pretty American sky. Insane. Barack Obama once stated that elections have consequences. Man, they certainly do. The world is a much more dangerous place with weakness in the White House. What I wouldn't give for a few mean tweets in a much safer world around us right now. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here today. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 